Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the NFL. What is up, y'all? John Rollins. Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm, that's right. And uh, we got us a victory episode. Is this the first time we've had uh, Falcons and Dolphins victories in the same week? Yes. Ever? I don't remember last year. No, last year we won some games together. I mean, Did we? I I, I don't so. know. We, I, we only won four games last year, so I'm not oh, really sure. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You guys won quite ten. a few. Yeah, we won 10 last oh, you year. We won 10. How was that? How's that feel? <laughs> to win 10 games. It's been a while since I've won 10 games. No, y'all won the, the Super Bowl year. Uh, I blacked won. that out <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, this was a fun. The, the season's halfway over, officially. We're on the, uh, the downhill of the season, right? That's true. That was week that's nine. That's true. It's 18 weeks, nine are done. Uh, so it's on, man. It's, it's, it, teams got to get their shit together. Miami's turning it around now. Mm-hmm. We're going to win the rest of the games. Falcons are in the playoff spot. What? Oh, really? What? Oh, shit. We got to hit them with the... <laughs> you know what's weird, actually? we Maybe we should... Maybe not in this episode, but maybe in the next one. We should... I know it's too early to talk about the playoffs and it's too early to look at the standings, but I think it's kind of interesting. And there are some weird things in there. Uh, like, for instance, I noticed playoffs. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about. Who playoffs? would have predicted me? at this point in the season? Remember how we were saying, like, oh man, the NFC West, bro, everybody from yeah. that division could go to the playoffs. Yes. Right? Yes. Do you know which division currently has almost all of its teams in the playoffs? It's you know, the NFC, NFC South. South. Yeah. Yeah, man. The Falcons, Nobody predicted the Saints, that. the Bucks, and the Panthers are just on the bubble, like right outside. Well, when you think about all the NFC divisions, the South is the second best division on paper, right? right. You would say the West and then the South. Can you say that? Then the North and then the East. The North is what? Packers only. Yeah, that's true. This, the, that's a good point. The East is Cowboys only. <clears throat> I would say just because of the Bucks and the Saints, you would expect the NFC South to be better than the rest of those divisions. Yeah, so it's uh it's panning out the and right now way. Now my Falcons are sneaky good again, sneaky good. We were terrible <laughs> last week, but this week we're back to sneaky good. Sneaky good, sneaky just good, you, y'all. But watch out. Oh man, this was a a good a good week of football. I was happy my team won, uh, but it's not a surprise to anybody. This was a head scratching week of football. <laughs> I yes. Mean, honestly. Yes. We'll get to that later in the yeah, shit got learned. Uh, but man. let's see. Flip them and pick them. Who? I, okay. Well, I will start by saying I got absolutely slaughtered by my son. Oh, really? I mean, slaughtered. Uh, I got nothing right in the early window. Shame. Uh, Shame. And if it wasn't for the late window. Oh, actually, I got Shame. one game right. He, I only got four. Oh, no. Steelers won. Oh, shit. I got five all of a sudden. Oh, nice. Oof. Not so bad. Man, I went to bed in rough shape uh, <laughs> on Sunday night because I didn't stay up and watch all of the 
Oh, I got fucking tired. So, flip them and pick them. Let's see. Let's count it. It's so dark in here, and I'm old. You want me to turn uh, the light on? No, 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 no. You're going to kill the mood. We got some great lighting. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six. Eight to six. You won. Eight to six. Yeah. <laughs> the things are how they're supposed to be. Eight to it, six. I, in our uh, in our pick 'em uh, <clears throat> uh, pigskin pick 'em, I did well too, man. The only ones I lost on are ones everybody lost on. Of course, because nobody thought that the Jacksonville Jaguars would beat the Buffalo Bills, the mighty Buffalo Bills. And what a quality victory it was! <laughs> Game of the week, Duval. <laughs> Duval with the three field goal <laughs> victory, right? Or Man, they, that was a bad. Or, game. or did they go for two or something? How'd they get? How'd they get to nine? I don't even. No, remember. I think it was all field all goals. Field goals. All field goal. It's a kickoff. <laughs> yeah, it's all field goals. Man, what? Uh, yeah, that was a. I thought I was in a shit bowl, but the Dolphins uh, Texans might be the worst football I've seen. I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch the full Bills. Uh, Jaguars game, so I don't see how bad that was. Mm. You know what I mean. But I actually sat down and watched, and it was like it was pretty bad. They were both trying to lose. The Dolphins and the Texans were both trying to lose. But we'll get to all of that as we go through it. Oh yeah, uh, I guess we started off with um, well, like we always do with Thursday night football. Uh, Colts beat the Jets. What a weird scoreline this was. Yes, forty-five to thirty. Uh, let's see. I won the coin toss, so I picked the Colts. Which makes sense. Uh, let's see. Do not let the score fool you. Mm-mm. In this one, the Jets scored three garbage time TDs to make this look respectable after getting run the fuck over by Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines, yeah. who had the Colts up 42-10 to 10 late in the third. Yeah, and, uh, and they lost their quarterback right away. They did. Mike, he came Mike, Mike White, Mike A. White. Uh, Mike A. <laughs> fucking White. He, he, he threw a touchdown right away. And then he got hurt the next uh, drive. Yeah, apparently he couldn't feel his fingers, um, which, you know, you need to play football <laughs> if you're a quarterback, especially. Yeah. Fingers turn out to be really important. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had 19 carries for 172 yards. 172 Damn. yards, bro. Two touchdowns. Longest run was a 78-yarder. Uh, just he Did he – I think he scored that, – that one he was like – Virtually untouched, like he just gashed through the line and just took off. Uh, Hines, Naheem Hines had a great night, seventy-four yards, touchdown. Yeah, on six carries. Uh, yeah, it, it was a mess. Uh, Carson Wentz continued to do Carson Wentz-like things. <laughs> uh, just head scratchers. It's kind of a roller coaster with this dude following a dreadful performance. Um, you know that kind of had you wondering what the fuck was he thinking uh Wentz rolls out you know more or less perfect performance yeah to be honest uh 22 for 30 272 yards three touchdown passes he you know he had a good night after a shit week um yeah and you know like you said the Jets great white knight <laughs> Mr. Mike fucking white uh did not have a good night in fact he didn't even finish the game uh, when his, Josh Johnson came in after that, his hand crossed paths with DeForest Buckner, and Oof. that was pretty much it. He was done. Uh, Josh couldn't Johnson couldn't grip the ball. Yeah, exactly. Josh Johnson, third string quarterback, 
what the fuck? Why did you go out and get Joe Flacco? Didn't we talk about this on the phone the other yeah, day? Yeah. I don't, that's the part that I walked away from this go, scratching my head like, what are you doing? But, uh, but we talked about it as a smart move if it was last year. Or yeah. if they still had Gase in place. Sure. But now he's got like different terminology probably. Because I'm guessing it's a Shanahan offense. I'm guessing. Mm, how's that going? <laughs> But I'm I'm guessing that's what they're using since uh, that's what. Then again, he, I don't know, I don't know what they use over there, uh, or I don't remember. But I'm pretty sure he brought a guy from that staff mm. over uh, when he came in. Robert well, that Sala. would make sense. He came from right. Shana. So I'm guessing that's what he's I'm, from I'm the Shanahan sure tree. Yeah, he's in the Shanahan tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shanahan tree is. But we'll get to that. Motherfucker we'll needs get. to plant his own tree. <laughs> He needs some zen in his life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was um, uh, sucks sucks for us uh, who bet uh, the <laughs> the under on that game. But uh, yeah, that was the Jets are already bad, and then to have that and not, I think I would have maybe gone with Flacco too. You know what I mean? And go with like a vanilla offense style. But I guess uh, Johnson got some backup reps or whatever, and he's he's been around the league too. You know what the the thing that continues to be uh, a little interesting about the Jets is, I mean, it's a shame that Mike White did get knocked out of this game because I mean we all know because you know the the previous week Mike White came out and just shocked the world, yeah, uh, by playing as well as he did, and he came out. Guns are blazing. Exactly. And and he seemed like that's kind of like he was going to continue that, and, and then he had to come out of the game. So I, I'm actually a little disappointed that he came out of the game because yeah. this would be one hell of a story if Mike White like suddenly was like, shit, this guy's for real. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. It kind of looks like uh, they're not trying to rush <laughs> Zach Wilson back for obvious <laughs> reasons. Uh, all of the postgame reports seem to suggest that uh, you're probably going to see Mike White again next yeah. week. Um, so we'll see. He's got another chance to to prove that he's the real deal. I, I think it'll be. Interesting. I think it's a healthy thing too for the Jets to have a quarterback competition in there. I agree. Instead of hanging everything on the rookie like I that. I don't uh, know who they play next week, but yeah, that'll be interesting. Who do they play next week? Uh, we'll look at it right now. It's probably. Oh, you know what? I think they play the Patriots. That's going to hurt a little bit. I think they play the Patriots. No, they play the Bills. Oh, I knew it was a division rival. I, yeah, they play Damn, the Bills. They play the Bills, and then they play the Dolphins. And then the I mean, and the Bills are desperate to get right. We'll obviously get into that. But, I mean, if they win one of those games, if they beat Miami or if they beat Buffalo, then uh, then they play the Texans. If they beat Buffalo. We, then we start worrying. <laughs> Buffalo's going to beat the dog shit out of the Jets. You man. would certainly think so. But that's what we thought about them uh, getting a get-right game against the uh, – yeah, but we'll, we'll get, uh, it. We'll we'll get see, to that. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> What's the next game? Next game is Browns-Bengals. Called uh, it. You called it. <laughs> the Browns beat the brakes off the Bengals 41-16 to 16 in an epic, Yeah. epic don't let the door hit you on the ass on your way out the door to OBJ. The Browns steamrolled. The not so Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, rough, 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 rough start for the Bengals, whose opening seventy-five yard drive ends with a ninety-nine yard pick six. Yeah, uh, and Joe Burrow getting absolutely 
posterized by Denzel <laughs> Ward. He put that motherfucker on skates. Did you see? Yes. He was the last man. I'm Joe Burrow's gonna tackle it. Like that uh, was even funnier than the uh, than the Philip Rivers turtle. <laughs> mutt. It was almost like someone just like pushed him off the field. Uh, uh, I mean, he got to hit the L two man. <clears throat> hit the L two analog right. <laughs> L two analog to the right. Oh, dude, Joe Burrow had a difficult day. He went 28 for 40, threw for 282 yards, no touchdown passes, and two picks. Uh, and one for six. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, was enjoying his best life without OBJ. And, <laughs> and he had a big old I told you so shit-eating grin on his face for the entire game. Yeah. Every time they cut to Baker Mayfield, you could see through the, through the face mask into the helmet. Big old smile on his face. <laughs> Big old smile on his face. Uh, he averaged 10 yards per pass. He went damn. 14 for 21, 218 yards. Huge shot to, uh, what's his name? Donovan Peoples-Jones. He yeah. was a beauty. He was balling. That was the biggest fuck you to OBJ. He was like, Pfft. I'll take this guy with two last names. We, yeah, exactly. We don't <laughs> even need you, bro. We, I don't need OBJ. We got DPJ. Okay? <laughs> so fucking suck on that, bitch. Uh, Nick Chubb, Nick motherfucking yeah, Chubb. I knew you were gonna My like that. man, Nick Chubb, <laughs> former Bulldog. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know I'm a Bulldog homer, but yeah. you gotta admit, with Derrick Henry out, <laughs> I'm gonna grapefruit this motherfucker so hard. I'm gonna need an extra grapefruit because this shit's getting ugly. I he mean, you take gotta his say, clothes off for you. He'll put the blindfold on himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Chubb. Okay, you got to say right now, especially with Derrick Henry out of the picture, it's Nick Chubb and Jonathan Taylor. They're the two best running backs in football. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't get too excited. I got it. It's Nick yeah, Chubb with Henry out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was trying to think of others, but yeah, you're right. I, I really, yeah, I, I, I know. It's a fact. Just deal with it. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even playing. Uh, this was a major statement win for the Browns organization. Yeah. Uh, think about all the times that this organization has completely unraveled after some kind of like, yeah, you know, turmoil, yeah. turmoil, internal turmoil, debacle, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Everybody was worried about how they were going to play, but this basically played out exactly the way it played last year. Remember when OBJ got hurt? There were all these issues like, oh, they're not target, they're not giving yeah, him they start no in theory. As soon as he's out, yeah. they start balling out. Yeah, that's true. Uh and as for the Bengals. But they are who we thought they were. Maybe. Maybe. Jamar Chase dropped some passes that looked very much like the criticism that yeah, kind of came at him because of the preseason stuff. Uh Joe Burrow got sacked a lot, I think. Yeah, man. Didn't he get sacked quite a bit in this game? Um, I don't remember. I, it felt, felt like, like he it, did. I was gonna say it felt like, or at least uh, hurried and uh, and in trouble mm-hmm. a lot, if not actual um, sex. Yeah, I mean, I think the Browns are going to be fine. This this was a talk about getting back on track. I mean, if the if the Bengals hit a hot seat, I mean, nah, see, if the Bengals hit a losing streak, then we could bring the hot seat talk back that I was I was talking about Zach Taylor. Mm, maybe, maybe because we see their potential, and then if they fall off, man. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. What's the next game? Uh, next game. Oh my God! Did oh, yeah, this really happen? Yeah, yeah. Did the Broncos beat the living shit out of the Cowboys? Did this really, really happen? Yes. 
They this, did. This score is ridiculous. I almost Who feel like this one me, right? No, no, no. I picked the Cowboys. You lose. Uh, that turned out to be very, very wrong. And yeah. I feel like the score, it's not even fair that, that the score is what it is. 30 yeah. to 16. It really should have just ended 30 to nothing. Yeah. Because I don't think the Cowboys. Um, they had two. Uh, they scored two yeah. touchdowns and then, yeah. two, you know, went for two. Yeah. I, all within like the final three, like three minutes, two or three, three minutes yeah. of the game. Um, I mean. They got their ass handed to them. You know what I thought about a lot in this game? Um, these teams need to start rethinking this going for it on fourth down business. Yes. This is. Uh, We've been saying it, man. I, I mean, the Cowboys turned the ball over on downs on their first two possessions of the game. You know what that tells me? That is a team that feels entitled to score touchdowns. Yep. We right? couldn't do diddly poo exactly. offensively. <laughs> we couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. Yeah. Uh, after that, the Denver D dialed up a three-and-out punt fest for Dallas that yeah. lasted for almost the entire game uh, until they finally managed to put up those you know garbage points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Dak was terrible, terrible, terrible. I I mean I don't know if you I don't know how to explain like I mean he missed one game. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, I mean I but they were I, saying he was playing hurt. I guess you could say they mentioned it like twenty times during the broadcast. Whatever, dude. The guy went nineteen for thirty nine, two hundred and thirty two yards. You know the garbage time TDs. Whatever. He had a pick. Uh, The Denver D didn't seem to be at all bothered by the departure of Von Miller. Uh, Oh, that's true. They held Zeke to fifty yards rushing. Amari Cooper only had thirty seven yards. C.D. Lamb. Had nine targets and two catches for 23 yards. God, Did you see how many damn. times Dak overthrew him? Had him wide open yeah. for a walk-in touchdown, and yeah. he overthrew him by, like, at least five yards. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's playing hurt. Remember, that was Kyler Murray last year. True. We'll but, see. we look, we got to give some respect to Teddy B because he was good, okay? Yeah. He was good. He was serviceable. He did his job. And he Fangio. Came out, and they looked hot and ready to go. And Fangio. Uh, you can't forget about the coach over there, over there with that defensive minded. I mean, he he was good. Obviously, he didn't have to be great because the defense right. essentially gave them a chance to win this this game. And bad coaching on the other side. But there was that one deep shot to Tim Patrick. That yes. was fucking really sick. Nice. Yes. That was so nice. It was Dropped on my it. bench in fantasy. I, I just <laughs> I was sitting there watching. Uh, that was the story of my fantasy week too. Everybody that I left on the bench like exceeded expectations, and everybody else did not. Uh, I you know this was one of those games where you just kind of kept waiting for the Cowboys to kind of yeah. flip the squit, like, switch, like how we've been you know? doing all year with the Chiefs. You you kind of thought it was going to happen on that block punt. Yes, but that was one of the weirdest things that I've I've never seen that. Have you ever seen that happen before? I've never the seen block it happen. punt and. Uh, so and then it goes into the end zone and no 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 I had never seen this before and I didn't realize that this was possible so he so they blocked the punt but because the ball managed to cross the line of scrimmage oh yeah and yeah then it was, was the first touched yeah. by a cowboy player yeah. it's effectively a live ball as if it were like a muffed uh, punt fumble, yeah so instead of the cowboys getting the ball touched by them past the line of scrimmage exactly and so instead of the cowboys getting the ball yeah, it's, it's no first, first and down. ten for the broncos because i couldn't they believe that it. either i was, was like, like what it's almost like a punishment for blocking it exactly but most blocks don't go past the line of scrimmage exactly i guess it's too uncommon for them to really care to fix it but nah. it just felt wrong yeah, in a weird way, like like you said, like you're being punished for blocking the punt. Yeah, there but no, most blocks don't get to the line of scrimmage. So yeah, 
Yeah, that was weird. There was another weird punt thing too. Uh, I forget what what game it was, but the ball they recovered it in the end zone. So then it turned into a touchback. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Cowboys failed to convert on fourth down four separate times in this game. McCarthy. I mean, the first two were entitlement, in yeah. my opinion. And then the last two were desperation. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Luckily for them, you know, they have a get-right game next week against the Atlanta Falcons, which means nah. that I will be forced to see the highlights and relive last year's watermelon, watermelon. kick. They tried fiasco. the watermelon kick this game too. I I know it's I'm gonna see it and it's gonna drive me nuts. This game basically ended on a watermelon kick. They tried it after the second. Uh, I don't think I saw that two point conversion. Yeah, who was they're gonna do it again the, next week? You watch because we're gonna get the lead and then we're gonna blow it and then they're gonna do it. <laughs> it's what we do. Uh, next up, uh, who day Dolphins? <laughs> oh my bad, I hit the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How about them fins, baby? Yeah, seventeen to nine. Win. They beat the Texans. In what was, what, the sloppiest football game? Nine turnovers. Nine motherfucking turnovers. Uh, the Dolphins' defense woke up. Yeah, true. Played against a bad team, and uh, the defense did what they are supposed to do. I mean, the... the Held them to six points. Nine I didn't points. really... Um, I didn't really watch much of this game because I, I was watching Red Zone and they didn't really cut to this game very often because nothing was happening for a long time. <laughs> uh, well, Jacoby Brissett was quarterback. Exactly. Tua was sitting there. Tua was... Uh, that seemed to catch everybody by surprise. Yeah, because he was warming up. You seemed to know it, up. but they talked about it like, oh, we didn't know Tua was going to oh, start. Because they, oh, they disregard the Dolphins all the time. But yeah. Tua, uh, yeah, he hurt his his, his uh, middle finger in the uh, flipping off Josh Allen. <laughs> After the uncalled, uh, unsportsmanlike. Good point. <laughs> no, but he hurt his middle finger in that game. Played through it. Right. And then it was so swollen. You could see it on the bench, too. It was swollen, and he was trying to throw. They said he couldn't throw all of the throws. So he sat out, and Brissett came in. And Brissett is just, it's its bad. It's, he's bad. This was a mess. Like, what a terrible Gusecki day. Gusecki showed off. Oh, my God. He made some beautiful one-handed catches. Yeah. He and, was good. Yeah, he might have uh, secured his uh, extension. This was a terrible day to be a quarterback in this game. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was 24 for 43, 240 yards. You know, it was the first time he's thrown three interceptions? No touchdowns, three picks, and he got sacked five times. Yeah, they were at him. uh, That was Tyrod Taylor. Brissett went 26 for 43, 244 yards, one touchdown pass, two picks, sacked four times. And then, like you said, nine turnovers in this game. Yeah, what a fucking because they fumbled. The uh, Dolphins fumbled it three times, two picks. Right, what a shit show. And then uh, they, they were just giving the ball back to each other. No, you take the game. You take the game. Who picked but, that? But uh, we got the W. You, I, I picked it. You picked the Dolphins. Of course I did. Uh, okay, and, and the then next you got game, to pick your boys. I did not believe in my boys. Oh, you didn't pick them. I picked the Saints. <laughs> uh, Falcons won twenty-seven to twenty-five. Okay, now. We're obviously going to get into the very, very like real <laughs> statement that one of our listeners texted me during the game that the next gen stats curse is real. We're going to get to that in a second. Okay, <laughs> this is a fact that is so true that even you called me in the middle of this. Yeah, and I didn't answer the phone yeah. because the game wasn't over yet. Yeah. I was like, I can't fucking talk to you right now. <laughs> uh, and then as soon as the game was over, I yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, hey, I'm ready now. <laughs> we can talk. Uh, I called but, it the next gen part. Before we get into that. 
I would like to address, uh, like, I would actually, I would like to answer, really, a very important question that appears to plague these poor New Orleans Saints on a weekly basis, right? Okay. And and it's a question that they ask week after week. <laughs> it's a rather annoying question uh-huh. that actually feels almost like a daily confusion, so uh, to speak. Okay. Uh, that question uh, that is on every Saints fan's mind going into Sunday is the question, <laughs> who dat? <laughs> Right? Who dat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a question. They ask it all the time. Uh-huh. All the time. Every time they talk about this, who dat? Who dat? Who dat? It's like, God, you guys are fucking confused. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, now, the answer to that question, obviously, it changes from week to week based on who you're playing. But on this particular week, I can say definitively that dat was none other than Matt motherfucking Ryan <laughs> and Mr. Corderell Swiss Army Knife Patterson. Mm. Okay. Furthermore, the answer to the implied question sort of flip side of that question of who ain't that in this case i'm gonna have to say it was trevor simeon because he ain't that uh maddie ice had a extremely efficient day surprisingly uh he did take a maddie ice sack though he took that. several maddie ice sack. uh t- 23 of 30 343 yards with an average of 11 yards per pass Damn. plus two touchdown passes uh, we had no run game, 34 yards in total. So Matt Ryan was just chucking it up. Uh, Patterson, Gage, Pitts, Zacchaeus, all of them had over 50 yards receiving. Corderell Patterson had a hundred, a running back, uh, technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> flex, uh, 126 yards receiving for Corderell Patterson. Damn. Well, he's a receiver first, though. Of course, Matty Ice was throwing. I mean, he was throwing dimes. He was throwing darts. He was like, yeah. He had some beautiful throws where he was like throwing dudes open. Uh, that one touchdown pass to I think it was to Russell Gage. Anyway, um, it also helped that the Saints appeared to have a very real problem, like dropping passes. Mm. They dropped a lot of passes. Um, but in defense, which I don't get to say very often, Falcons cornerback AJ Terrell had one hell of a day breaking up passes. Uh, he was he, he almost looked like a lockdown corner in this game. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, I knew he was good, but I'd never seen him play that good before. Uh, we even got to see the return of the Maddie Wheels hashtag <laughs> on a pathetic. That. It was so funny because we were sitting there watching the game, and Matt Ryan runs for two yards yeah. into the end zone. And I joke, Slowly. I'm sitting there with my son. I'm like, oh boy, they're going to post the Maddie Wheels thing. Yeah. 20 minutes later, he's like, they just posted it. <laughs> I knew it. When I saw it, I was like, they're going to hit a go, man. I got it. Yeah. And then we had. Um, that strip sack recovery that set us up for the 24 to 6 lead, uh-huh. right? And what looked like a rare dominant day for my for my Falcons, okay? Uh-huh. But this oddly as a Falcons fan makes perfect sense is when I started to worry. Okay? <laughs> we gave up a quick touchdown to the Saints, scores 24 to 13, 7 minutes left on the clock. And that's when it happened. The yep. next gen stats yep. box pops up on the screen. <laughs> this fucking box, yeah. right? And t- to be fair, I want to point out that, like, as because I, I keep notes while I'm watching Red Zone, I just sort of scribble in a notebook, like interesting things that happen. And before that fucking box popped up, I actually wrote like, "Oh fuck, here it comes," and there it was. Oh shit! It, it came oh, exactly. That was exactly <laughs> what was going through my mind. <clears throat> uh, and it said, um, "Next gen stats claim that the Saints had a 13 percent." Yep. Win probability. Now, for you Saints fans out there who have a complicated relationship with math, that means that the Falcons had an 87% win (laughs) probability because 100 minus 13 is, Uh. you know, you get it. Saints fans are a little (laughs) slow. Uh, Anyway, was it a coincidence 
that with this high degree of probability that the Saints would score 22 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to take a 25 to 24 lead. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if it's a coincidence. Maybe the Falcons are shit. Maybe there's something more sinister at play. It's obviously something I can't prove, but I think that there is some kind of next gen stats conspiracy yeah, working. I'm, I'm with you, man. Either way, it, on this particular day, thank God it didn't matter because. Matt Ryan called, or Arthur Smith, I don't know who the fuck called the play, but whatever. They ran the exact same play that they ran at the beginning of the game, which is that they sent Cordero Patterson screaming down the right sideline uh, and just caught a beautiful pass. Thank God he didn't score right away because it gave us a chance to kind of run the clock down. Um, And let Young Way do what Young Way do. Exactly. And it allowed Matt Ryan to earn a spot into a three-way tie with Matt Stafford and John Elway for seventh all-time with his 40th game-winning drive. Wow. Hall of Fame, maybe? Hall of Fame career? Probably. No, People always say no, but really? whatever. Come on, man. I'll just say this. I was really proud that they managed. Uh, I'm, I'm super annoyed and had nearly a heart attack watching them blow this because it was so close. What was it? 24 to, what was the score? 24 27, to, 24, right? So at the time when, 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 27, when it all, 25, I'm yeah. talking about like when it all started to go tits up. Oh, twenty-four uh, to six. Yeah, exactly. It was so close. What was the what was the Super Bowl one? Was it twenty-eight to three? Twenty-eight to three. It was so close to that, yeah, and yeah. they were talking about that, and they I was kept, like, yeah, oh, ah, yeah. god damn it! Like, here we go again. Uh, but I can tell you this: it made the uh, never has the bourbon window tasted any sweeter uh then yeah. after this game just being like okay now i can breathe yeah. where's my fucking bourbon <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said to me too when i called, when you called me yeah i was like i gotta go i gotta go get my bourbon uh next game i uh i chose the uh <clears throat> i thought the raiders would beat the giants <sighs> and uh i don't know and they did not they everybody else thought so too but the, except for the giants they they won 23 to 16 and uh I don't know. It looks like there is catching up to the Raiders. All of this shit, it's like it's all catching up. That's how I feel. I wonder, actually, because maybe. Because Carr was out there looking bad. He did look pretty bad. The Giants came to play. You could tell they had some fire under them. And uh, even their uh, running back was out there. But I don't even know his name. But he was like, whew. It, well, okay, here's the thing. Jo- uh, what's his name? Uh, Darren, Both Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs had, had fairly decent yeah, they, days. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr obviously threw two very costly interceptions, one of which was a pick six. Yep. Uh, he also fumbled the ball away um, at least once, if memory. Well, at the very end, they basically fumbled yeah, the over. game yeah, away. It was over. Um, both teams kind of struggled to put up meaningful points um, early. But one of them shouldn't. <laughs> no, the Raiders correct. shouldn't. Look correct. Like that. Um, the Raiders had nearly twice the amount of yards. You know, obviously turnovers and penalties kind of kill, kind of killed them, uh, and they couldn't finish off these drives. I look. Here's the thing. Obviously, we all know what the Raiders have gone through over the last several weeks. I, I don't. I mean, I guess you could sit here and say that the rugs thing had an effect on them, but honestly, I think you kind of have to give credit to the Giants. D. This is two weeks in a row that That's they've true. played like this. That's true. We, we yeah, we acting like losing to the Giants. You know, it, it's still the NFL. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, essentially, the D played lights out and gave Daniel Jones a chance to win the game. In, yeah. in the end, and he's a and he's a great quarterback. It, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, look, he he's not a great quarterback, but all he had to do was mm. be better than Derek Carr on this particular day, and he yeah. managed to do that. 
That's um, true. I, I personally think that that it had more to do with the Giants D than it does to, uh, with all the off stories. Of course, stuff. of course. Oh, okay, okay. I th- I think it's probably hard to focus though, and you don't have your what do they call it the the guy who takes the cap off the defense mm. and rugs. Mm-hmm. So it's a little. Well, they they apparently have made an attempt to solve that problem, as we learned at the end of this game. The Raiders have signed uh, oh, yeah. former Rams Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, not Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I don't know if that helps. Maybe it uh, does. Deshaun Watson, would that be, would they call him Rubs? <laughs> Deshaun Rubs. That's a good one. I like that. Normally I don't like puns, but that's a good one. Oh, thanks. That's a good one. Uh, next game, you. I picked the Patriots. Oh, nice. Um, and they did what they do. And uh, so did Sam Darnold. I thought this game was a bit of a turd. Yeah. Uh, it was a total punt fest in the first quarter. Mac Jones, Mac Jones Mac looked Jones like she had at. extremely unimpressive performance. He went twelve for eighteen, one hundred and thirty-nine <laughs> yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, that but, pick was really bad. Yeah, but he was no match for the shittiness <laughs> of Sam Darnold, who went sixteen for thirty-three, one hundred seventy-two yards, zero touchdowns, back to back to back interceptions for Oof. three on the day. He had three consecutive interceptions i'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed <laughs> yeah one of them to jc jackson which was an 88 yard pick six or yeah two interceptions to jc jackson but one of yeah. them is a pick six uh their, their corners look good man they're building it the way they had it before man the pages are coming up man they're sneaking up on everybody yep mccaffrey was back had a decent day with 52 yards nah, rushing they 54. were they were dumping it off to him at the end of the game no, i know they had, were padding the fuck out yeah, of his stats at the end he, he had 52 yards rushing 54 receiving um i feel like he got all of those receiving yards on the last drive because uh, yeah maybe the Patriots were in a prevent and they were just dumping it off to him, and he was getting 10, 12 yards a pop at the end. So it was just like, oh. Well, it's a very interesting, um, I mean, whatever. I'm I'm glad to see the Panthers fall off a cliff because they're in my division. But yeah, they, they looked it. so good at the beginning of the season. They were playing shit cans. They appear to be in a total free fall. And yeah. I think that we may have just mark it on your calendar because I think we just witnessed the end of Sam Darnold's career. Oh, as yeah. An NFL quarterback. Yeah. I think he's done. Yeah. Right? I, I agree. I mean – this was it. This was your, hey, we, you gave him all the rope you could possibly give him because he was stuck with the Jets and and yeah. and and Adam Gase. Adam Gase, yeah. Change of scenery, new coach, new atmosphere, new culture. Uh, you're trash. Yeah, they're just not gonna want that. No, <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And I bet David Tepper's out there going, "Damn it, I should have hired that fucking sexual predator to be my quarterback." <laughs> I know, right? He's like, "I told y'all." <laughs> I told y'all, man. Uh, told you we should have gotten to Sean Watson. And then uh, then it was uh, my turn to pick, right? Game of the week. <laughs> you picked the Bills to beat the Jags, and they did not. They the upset of the week, man. Lost to the Jags. 99% in what? chosen in the, in the thing. This might be the worst football game of all time. It's up there. There's like a 3-0 Dolphins uh, <laughs> Steelers game that comes to mind. But well, it was nasty weather and all uh, of that that's stuff. True, that's true. That's true. There was no nasty. But it, but even worse, they have no excuse. Yeah, no excuse at all. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you like field goal kickers, this was a game for you. Okay? <laughs> uh, 
I got nothing to say about this game. Did, Except for Josh Allen, overrated. I told y'all it's fool's goal. <laughs> told y'all. <laughs> okay, there's really only one thing worth talking about in this game. Okay. And that is the fact, okay, there were two Josh Allens on the field. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's Josh Allen, the quarterback for yep. the Buffalo Bills, and there's Josh Allen, the, the secondary. is he an edge rusher or is he a linebacker? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, he's li- I think he's a linebacker. I think yeah, he's yeah. a linebacker. Josh Allen, the linebacker, who mm-hmm. plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, because he wears like 41. Okay, now, listen to this. Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen. Then Josh Allen intercepted Josh Allen. And then Josh Allen recovered a Josh Allen fumble. <laughs> oh, he's a defensive end. What the fuck? Yeah. This was insane. They talked about it all day. Will the real Josh Allen please stand up? Exactly. I should put the music in. He also had eight tackles on the day, which led the Jaguars uh, in total team tackles. And uh, um, the other Josh Allen, he had one tackle right after he threw the intercept. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Bill. You know how I feel about Fuck him. that guy. Exactly. Last time he was on our field, uh, he was out there waving goodbye and not getting uh, called for taunting. So uh, yeah. Here's what I don't Fuck understand. Guy. The Bills lose to Trevor Lawrence on a day when he goes 15 for 26, 118 <laughs> yards, no touchdowns, no picks. I don't know. I, the only thing I could think to understand it is that the Bills had, I saw, I looked this up. They had 12 team penalties for 118 yards. I, it's the only thing I can think to why they couldn't. I don't think they, I think they only made it into the red zone once in this game. And then you would say, oh, uh, they were looking past them. You know, they're looking past, they want to, you know, but they're playing the Jets next week. So it's not even like they were, they just. But watch out for Mike fucking White. <laughs> Oh, Josh Johnson. <laughs> we got to be ready, man. We looked past the Jaguars because we're playing the Bills. There's no man, way. they got to get right. They, yeah. Because that, you lose those two games. And just think, the Dolphins-Bills game was closer than, yeah. than expected, too. Because I don't understand what's end, going on. they pulled away. Yeah. So it's like. I don't understand what's going on with the whole Josh Allen-Stefan Diggs thing this year. Like, that doesn't really seem to be popping off. The way that it did last year, or maybe uh, maybe people picked up on it. You know what I mean? They're taking it away and making Josh Allen make decisions. I mean, he doesn't look as accurate as he did last year. Maybe you're right. When maybe I Josh Allen was fool's gold. Told y'all know. asses. I don't know. We'll see. You know what's gonna happen? He's gonna. Tell I me. mean, he's he's probably gonna get it right. He's probably gonna have a decent season or whatever. Um, but I think he's gonna be one of those. He's gonna have a Cam Newton career. I think. Mm, interesting. He's gonna be top of the top of his game. And then all of a sudden... It's the long take. I like it. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Because uh, Cam Newton ran a lot at the beginning. Yeah. He was like kind of unstoppable with that. Uh, I think uh, Allen's... He's got a better deep ball. But no, Cam Newton at his peak. Woof. He could throw the deep ball too. True. So uh, I think I'm I'm thinking Cam Newton with him. Or it's just going to be like, oh shit, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll check in on that one later then. Yeah, mark my words. Yeah, in five years. We'll see. <laughs> Eight years. <clears throat> Eight years, yeah, sorry. That's a seriously long take. I love it. A very hot long take. It's a long hot take, like a stick of dynamite. <laughs> It'll pay off. All right, next up, uh, I picked the Ravens to beat the Vikings, and they did so just barely. Yeah, uh, yeah. 34 to 31. I thought this was over. 
I thought this was over. I thought our Cleveland Browns bet was looking even better <clears throat> to win the division. It still looks good, though. It's it looks close. good. Yeah, it's it looks close. good. But uh, this one would have helped us out a bit more. And uh, the Vikings just can't. They keep losing these games like this. I, you know what's funny? They're, they, yeah, you're right. They do keep losing close games. And they look. They did the same thing that they always do. They look really good early. They yeah. come out of the gate hot. Uh you know, they had the Ravens down by 14 points twice yeah. in this game and still managed to lose. This is another game where team penalties was a killer. The Vikings had eight penalties for yeah. over 100 yards. Uh, they gave the Ravens four first downs from penalties that should have revol- resulted in Vikings getting the ball back. Uh, ridiculous. And on a day when Lamar Jackson, you know, was not necessarily at his best uh, throwing the ball, I mean, you know. Uh, he was 27 for 41, 266 yards. He had three touchdown passes, but he also had two picks. Um, yeah. And one of those picks was in overtime. They basically gave you the game. Yeah. They gave it to yeah, you. Yeah, they did. Um, I mean, they had it. It was right there in the palm of their hands. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook had a decent day. Oh, that was like a tip pick, right? Didn't it was like a tip pick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was the guy who tipped it, who picked they it. They caught it so on So it was his a own. great play. Didn't they fumble like the next play or some shit like that? Uh, was it a fumble? I, I think over. It, no, I think it was like a three and out. Type I thing. think it was a three and okay, out and okay. then a punt. Um, yeah, because Jackson looked—he looked dejected. He was just like, uh, yeah, like I lost this game. He did. He looked exhausted at the end. Um, but what he could, what Lamar couldn't do in the air, he made up for it with his legs. He rushed for 120 yards. Damn. Uh, kept the Vikings D on the field, obviously. Um, the and also who the fuck I've I've we never stopped the run. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm never going to be able to say this guy's name right. Kine Inwangu. Kine Inwangu. Inwangu. I got nothing. Inwangu. Kine Inwangu. Inwangu. I I assume he's from Nigeria or yeah, probably. Or yeah. It sounds like either that. Nigerian or Hawaiian. That's weird that you can do both. <laughs> He's a Nigerian Hawaiian uh, <laughs> who had a 98-yard kickoff return to the house uh. to start the second half. I, the Vikings also converted a first down on a fake punt with this guy as well. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. how do you lose this game, Vikings? How? How do you lose this game? I mean, in the That's end, they, like I said, they, they blew it. They had The game was in their hands. You know, they... they yeah. They intercepted it in overtime, and instead of putting together a game-winning drive, the, the Lions went one yard on three plays, punted the ball away, and then the Ravens went 72 yards on 10 plays to set up a 36-yard field goal for Justin Tucker, yeah. which is basically something he can do blindfolded. You're the real MVP. Uh, and they won the game. They won the game. Yeah. Uh, Vikings, I think, I honestly, I think Mike Zimmer might have the hottest seat in the NFL. Yeah, and the reason why I say that is because what we're seeing from the Vikings right now is a great example of of they are who we thought they were. Yep, kind of thing. They are who we thought uh, they were. They they are like this. Every they're a little like the Falcons. Falcons do this too, where it's like you think they suck, and then it's like whoa shit, they, they look good all of a sudden, and then oh, it's like no, oh shit, suck. they suck again, <laughs> uh, and then they wind up being like around a five hundred. T- you know, they they win almost as many as they lose, and they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, it's like trudge, treading <clears throat> treading water. But this has become a narrative with the Vikings yeah. throughout the Zimmer years. Um, 
you know, with a few exceptions when right. they had some good years. Um, but I think Mike Zimmer will wind up getting fired at the end of this year for no other reason other than to just, you know, what, it's, it's time for a culture change. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree. Don't you think? He'll make it through the season, but yeah, that's it. I agree. Man. He'll and make like it through him. the season. Hey, you know what's going to happen? He's going to get picked up. He'll wind up somewhere else. Right away. I hope he goes to Miami. I really want him to go to Miami because they're going to have to change something. Mm. And it'll be nice to have Zimmer as your defensive coordinator. Zimmer, Somebody's going to get a good coordinator out of him. I think so, too. Zimmer can always blame it on Kirk Cousins, Mr. fucking Plexiglass Box. <laughs> you like that? All right, you like that? No, we do not like that. <laughs> Vikings fans do not like losing yeah. by three points every fucking week. No. Uh, next up, Chargers, Eagles. You picked the Chargers to beat the Eagles. Uh, this was a lot closer yes. than anybody thought it was going to yes. be. Uh, the Eagles were kind of interesting in that they came into this game being criticized for never running the ball. Yeah. Well, that's all they did against the Chargers, which I thought was a little odd until... Run through a motherfucker face. Yeah, the little man in the TV... They don't have to worry about him no more. ...told me that, that the Chargers have the worst run defense in the NFL, oh, which is a little shocking. I did not know that. I know. Apparently, Mr. Uh, you know, Sirianni Flower... Flower guy knew that. Each each individual, each individual coach, each individual player, each everybody in in the building. <laughs> each everybody in the building. That's my favorite part of that that thing. Each, what, talk about just flying from the hip and not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. Each yeah. everybody in the building. What the fuck does that even mean? Anyway, uh, all that running did not produce that much as they only had 176 yards total on the ground. That's a lot, though. That's but, but it did grind up the clock. Yeah. giving the Chargers only three possessions in the first half. Damn! That's pretty interesting. Uh, two of those possessions resulted uh, on the Chargers turning the ball over on downs, of course. Again, Chargers seem to be, like, one of the worst at this. It, it, what, they, 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 they start out the year being great at it, and then suddenly they start sucking at it. And it's like, guys, come on, take a fucking chill pill. Yeah. Uh, these two teams kind of went blow for blow in the second half. Uh, Justin Herbert looked good, much better in the second half. 32 for 38, 356 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, he also had a rushing touchdown of his own. Um, all around gutsy performance. He had a couple of rush, a uh, couple of running plays where he was just like fighting to, did not slide, was just fighting to get that first down. Never say never, but never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Hertz had 62 yards rushing as well. Yeah. Uh, he was looking game. He looked game. He only threw the ball 17 times the whole game. He was 11 for 17, 162 yards. Most of those passing yards to Devontae Smith, who had... Oh, yeah. That was a really nice throw. He, they uh, were hooking yeah. up. Yeah, they were hooking up real real nice. But with the, with the score tied, the Chargers, I got to say, a team that we have traditionally... Uh, kind of connected with very, very poor game management, put together a brilliant 15-play mm. drive yeah. where they converted two fourth downs and milked over six minutes off the clock so that Dustin Hopkins could come on and kick a 29-yard game-winning field goal with yeah. zeros on the clock. Very, very – I mean, d we would not have expected that from Anthony Lynn, I can say that. Nah. Right? Good point. So, so I think Staley's a real deal? 
I mean, I think, I think, yeah, the jury's I, out still, of I mean, I think the jury's out, but I think, you know, it's just, obviously he's a first year coach. I think he's doing a fine job. Yeah. Uh, Five and, and, three. and I think is he's able to sort of continue building this team. If he can get them to improve a little more every year, I think he's fine. I personally feel like I jumped the gun on, you know, grapefruit and the chargers, maybe a little too early. Yes. As I uh, said in the ceiling and I'm, I, I'm willing to admit, uh, that I did that. Um, but yeah, I, I I we'll see we'll see where this team goes. But I if they they look pretty good. Next game we'll see Packers Chiefs. Whew. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I picked the Chiefs to win this game, which means that I obviously. But we I, knew that. But I didn't feel. Was I, I didn't walk. I, I much like the Chiefs, probably did not feel that good walking away with this win. Like Mm-mm. I mean, if you tuned in hoping to see Jordan Love light up the Kansas City sky, you were greatly disappointed. <laughs> Uh, this game was so bad, I went to bed at halftime. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt LaFleur told us that this kid wasn't ready uh, yeah. uh, earlier in the season, and he was right. He wasn't ready. He went 19 for 34, Damn. 190 yards, one very late touchdown um, that didn't matter, and an interception. Um, I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Honestly, w- with as bad as the Chiefs were as well... I- I'm not really sure why they didn't throw Blake Bortles in there. I mean, mm. did you not want to win the game? Yeah. Um, I mean, at least it could have given you a chance to win the game. I mean, you would think that by the third quarter, you'd realize, like, this ain't happening. Right? Or at you least by you, the fourth quarter. So you put Bortles in over over Mahomes, is what you're saying? Uh, No. They brought in Blake Bortles to back up. For bring him in for love. Oh, you mean love? I was like, they what? brought it. Okay. They brought I was Bortles confused. in. You said Chiefs. That's why I was. Oh, like, I, oh, maybe I mixed it up. Sorry. Uh, I meant the Packers. I mean, they they um. I mean, they brought him in as a security blanket just in case something yeah. happened. Obviously, when they oh, found he probably out, probably don't know it all. It's the same as Flacco. I feel like Blake Bortles, even without knowing the offense, would have done better than Jordan Love. This was terrible. Yeah. This was really really bad. I mean, it's not like Mahomes played really well. He continues to look human. Right? How much of this is uh, is uh, how many offensive coordinator woes are being covered up by Aaron Rodgers' play? Uh, I would say quite a bit. So maybe, and, you know, maybe it's that's what's getting exposed. What's really interesting about this is that you know this story is far from over uh, because you know. It took a couple of days, but Aaron Rodgers is getting absolutely buried in the media <laughs> every time he opens his mouth. He's a dummy. He's he winds up. I I feel like I had he's he's doing it again as of yesterday. I think I saw some stuff, and I was just like, I wish I had Aaron Rodgers' phone number so I could call him and just say, look, just stop talking. Yeah, all you That'll need be to the do last is, time that I address it. Exactly. All you need to do is just stop talking because yeah. he's just like, but he gets so. I, I so think he's, he's, he's full of himself. I think I agree with you. I think his arrogance kind of gets the better of him. Yeah. Uh, and 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 he just starts getting he gets personally offended and he can't keep his mouth shut. Um. Anyway, back to Patrick Mahomes who who did not look very good. Um, Chiefs scored a touchdown on their first drive. Um, and you know then it was all field goals from there basically. Yeah. Uh, eight targets for Kelsey who only had five catches. Eleven targets for Tyreek Hill with only four receptions. You know, this what Chiefs it, team is broken, dude. Yeah, we're saying like we bet our bet for that that we thought was the most safe bet in that game because we didn't think they definitely would win was the under. We knew that these two teams wouldn't put up a lot of points. Yeah, and we were right, man. And it's uh, a little scary, man, because they're part of our crazy parlay bet. 
And it doesn't look like they're going to pull through for us. I think the reason why they won this game is because, um, well, the defensive coordinator was just calling up blitzes all all yeah. night long. Yeah. Uh, and they gambled. They would never. Can you imagine trying to call that many blitzes against Aaron Rodgers? He would roast you. Yeah. Oh, that's roast good point. Good point. you. So they knew that this kid was going to be skittish. Yeah. And they were right. And they buried him. Talk about going from the top to the bottom that they last week beat the Cardinals. Mm. And this week. I, I mean, obviously, Aaron Rodgers. The, the, the other reason why I think Aaron Rodgers should just shut the fuck up is because, like, could this game have gone any better for you? Right. Right? They bring in the kid, who, you know, all week long leading up to this game, they're like, oh, my God, what if he's like when Rodgers came in for yeah, Favre? Yeah, for Favre, and yeah, then yeah. Green Bay... Just r- says fuck it. We'll just yeah, go. your stock goes up more. That did not happen. Your yeah. stock skyrocketed. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers organization doesn't give two fucking shits about what you think about vaccinations. They don't care. We right? do not care because it's not <laughs> like you went out. This is different from like sexual harassment. Like, sure, he's a knucklehead and he has this weird opinion that everybody's kind of burying him for. But it's not like he needs to be completely canceled and like forfeit no. his job. He's still the best quarterback on the on this team yeah. and certainly one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, just shut the fuck up and take your job back and go play football and say, look, you know what? I made a mistake. I'm sorry. And also, never mind the fact that you, you know, would it kill you to take some credit for actually costing your team a game, right? I mean, because you really think that you really think that Aaron Rodgers on a day when the Chiefs put up 13 points, you don't think Aaron Rodgers could have won this game with his fucking eyes closed? Yeah. Come on. Good point. So just fucking take one on the chin, shut the fuck up, and just come out and play football, okay? Just forget about it. There's a way to navigate yourself around this fucking cancel culture, you know, and it's not to be as confrontational as you're you're being. That's not the way to do it. Well said, Skiff. Anyway. Damn, I'm really uh, really proud of that take from you, man. Thank you. Um... (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> who's got the next one next one uh you picked the that's me list. that's me rooting for you man. <laughs> i hope you're listening aaron because i just gave you some very good advice uh you picked the cardinals to beat the 49ers but you said don't be surprised if these 49ers come out of- <laughs> i remember that uh, and I actually, I felt the same way because the genius of Kyle Shanahan, uh, I, I mean, the Cardinals going into this game, no Kyler Murray, no Deandre Hopkins, no AJ green up against genius Kyle Sh- Shanahan. But you know, this giant oversized brain of the 49ers coach was no match for the gunslinger. That is Colt McCoy. <laughs> he even sounds like a guy. He sounds like a cowboy gunslinger, yeah. like from like a yeah. bad, bad Western. Somebody bring in Colt, <laughs> you know, like a, like a, like an episode of Bonanza where it's like, who's that guy? Oh, you don't know him. That's Colt McCoy. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And, uh, there's no Murray yeah, no, uh, Hopkins either. Mm. And, uh, I talked a lot of shit before the season started, and I and I've always said on this podcast I am down to say when I'm wrong, and I may be wrong. You might be wrong about Cliff Kingsbury. You might be wrong. Maybe he's the real genius. Right. He he went up against the the genius, the 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 bloodline, and uh, held them to 17 points and put up 31. 
Who would have thought Colt McCoy would have such a good day? He was 22 for 26, 242 yards. He only had one touchdown pass, but he also had James Conner, uh, who was an absolute monster. Yes, he he, was balling. They kept doing this thing where they would dump it off to James Conner and they would run for 50 yards. Nothing they could do about it. (laughs) Christian Kirk had a good day receiving. Uh, even threw a pass. Did you see that pass that he threw? Yeah. What? It was, that was, it was sick. Oh, it was slightly underthrown. Whatever. It would. <laughs> it should have been. A, it could have been a touchdown. You're right. Yeah. It could have been a touchdown. But still, it was lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't good enough for you to be over. <laughs> no. 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 Um, Jimmy G, as Kyle Shanahan said in the uh, post game interview, was okay. Yeah. Uh, twenty eight for forty. 326 yards, two touchdown passes, uh, but he also had an interception, plus the 49ers, 49ers, they fumbled the ball away, I think, at least I'm twice. pretty sure, yeah. At least twice. Kittle had a bad, he was back. Man. And he, yeah, that was that was rough. Uh, it, but it was on my fantasy. Box. When your game starts with punt, fumble, punt, fumble, <laughs> and then you allow the other team to score 17 points in that process to go up 17 nothing. Uh, you're, you lose. you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. Uh, the Cardinals D also had five sacks in this yes. game. Uh, Marcus Golden had three of them. Without JJ Watt. Yep. Uh, but the biggest sack goes to Chandler Jones, mm, who beast. who with his 67th sack became the Cardinals franchise sack leader. Wow. Passing the late, great Freddie Joe Nunn, who died just earlier this year, only at the age of 59. I don't oh, know wow. how he died or what he died. Anyway, but after uh, Chandler Jones got that sack, he lifted up his jersey, and he had on a, a black T-shirt with uh, Freddie Joe Nunn on the on the shirt oh, wow. with the, like, the year he was born and the year he died, sort of like as a tribute wow. kind of thing. So Legacy he, stuff, man. Very cool. Great for him. Great win for the Cardinals. I mean, this is like how... This is now the second time the card like they had that one win where Kingsbury wasn't there, where everyone was like, "Oh, oh yeah. shit, they may not do this." And then even worse, they go into this one without arguably one of the candidates for MVP of the year uh, in Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. plus like almost Baby Yoda. plus their their two two of their best receivers. Um, yeah, that's why I thought it was. Yeah, and they didn't just win this game; they they dominated. They dominated this game. There was never a moment in this game where you thought, "Oh, 49ers could maybe pull this one out." That was not happening. Um, interessant, as they say in Swedish. <laughs> and what did you think about the next game? <laughs> what did I think about the next game? Uh, it was you calling it, dude. Did I call this? Yes. Uh, yeah, I thought the Rams were going to beat the Titans. <laughs> Couldn't wait to push that. Like just about everybody else. Yeah, uh, everybody. Yeah, it was a ninety-two percent picked the Rams in our uh, pick 'em. Okay, look, I obviously was asleep <laughs> for this one, yeah. right? Because it's late. But when I woke up and checked the box score, I was like, "How? Yeah, how does this yeah. talent-packed Rams team yeah. lose to a Derrick Henry-less Titans yes. led by Ryan Tannehill, who only went 19 for 27, 143 yards, one touchdown, and one interception? How the fuck did that happen, right? I'm still baffled. And then I watched the highlights and kind of dug a little deeper into the stats and all that, and the best answer that I could come up with 
is that it, it basically just all unraveled in the second quarter where Matthew Stafford Stafford threw, was out here. He Oof. threw a pick that led to a one-play touchdown drive. Yeah. It, it was very Carson Wentz-esque. It was yeah. two weeks in a row where, I mean, he just, he got spun around in the end zone. Oh, just throws in. And instead of taking the two-point safety, he gives up a fucking touchdown yeah, by throwing this pick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that happened, and then he followed up with a three and out punt that resulted in the Titans' fourteen play drive that sent the Rams into the locker room. Oh no! Then he threw a pick six right after that, right? Yeah, they score. He throws the interception. They score, uh, kickoff, and then he throws a pick six, and then they have this three and out, and then the Titans score again. They're up twenty one to three at halftime. Uh, the Titans' D was balling, de- devouring. Matthew Stafford sacked him five times, a total of forty-one yards lost on five sacks. Who would have thought that about? Who would have thought the Titans' defense would look like they look, and I, that the Chiefs' offense would look like they look? I don't know. Man. <laughs> and that's two things that flipped. Yeah, I mean, basically the Rams scored ten points in the fourth quarter, you know, but it was it was too little, too late. Yeah. Uh, the Rams also had a shitload of penalties, twelve penalties, one hundred fifteen yards lost. There, I. I will. I completely agree. There were. I didn't really see the second one, but the first. Uh, uh, what was it? Roughing the passer. Mm. There was one where Aaron Don- Tannehill threw the ball, and yeah. Aaron Donald just kind of like barely pushed him on the back, and they cut. That was a fucking dumb call. I thought. Um, they were hot about it, understandably so. Yeah, but that ain't why you. But that's not why you points. lost the game. Yeah. It did not make a difference in the game. Um, that did not change the outcome of the game. You were already losing. I thought and- about I thought about Detroit Stafford mm. as I watched him. Mm. Whereas, like, uh, you don't have to do it all. Yeah, it's not you're not in Detroit anymore, man. I would actually put that more on McVay, though. Oh yeah, he's got his toy and he's trying to play. Yeah, I would put that more on McVay. Henderson's running pretty well too. Because listen, if you're how many pass attempts did he? have? Henderson looked pretty good. Yeah, I know he did. I'm saying how many pass attempts? Like, uh, uh, I guess you didn't. I th- they had to throw know. it though. I mean, once you throw the pick six, and then you're down so much. You but that's th- the thing it, when you have that when you have one of those stretches of the game where everything just unravels really yeah. quickly, you start panicking yep, and you have yep. to you have to change your game plan. Yeah, that's true. But I would say this. Um, I think the Rams. I think Mc, right. I, uh, they're going. Rams are going to be fine. But I think McVay just simply got out coached in this game. Yeah, really. And and McVay, uh, you know, always coaches quite well when he has the lead. Yeah. Uh, but maybe not so much when he's struggling when when mm-hmm. they're behind. Vrabel's kind of going up the ranks a bit, dude. I mean, look at what this. Okay, here's something interesting about the Titans. We have doubted them. Like kind of consistently, yeah. Week after week, see two seasons in a row now, right? <laughs> uh, and what have they? They're seven and two. They're seven and two, but I mean, if you look at like the last, um, let's say you look at the last four weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the games that they've played, right? Who have they played? They played. Um, they beat uh, who the fuck did they beat? It started with the oh Bills. yeah because they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. We thought oh no they're not going to beat the Chiefs, and then we thought oh no they're not going to beat the Bills. They beat the shit out of the Chiefs. They beat the Bills right, yep. and then who they beat after that? And now they beat the Rams. No, but there was somebody else before that. They beat the Colts, but that was, was it. Barely. Yeah, but still division rivalry. Yeah, that's basically true. the point I'm trying to make is that. 
every week you hear these questions. Are they? Re- yeah. Oh, we really think the Titans are going. Hey, look at this. The Titans won. That, that was great. They played better than we thought they did. They won. Oh, but they're not going to beat this team. Boom. They win again. Then they lose to the Jets, and you're like, ah. That, a, I, think a a, I think that's a bit of a. I think that's a bit of a fluke. Yeah, they were looking ahead to that Jaguars game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're worried about going down to Duval. Uh, but you see, you're like, you see what happened to Buffalo. <laughs> I think these, um, I think these Titans are for real. I think that in a weird way, obviously losing Derrick Henry matters. Maybe that will feel more real, you know, in in another game uh, later on down yeah. the road. But if you think about it, if Mike Vrabel, we're get, actually, you know, what's we're getting ready to see just how smart Mike Vrabel is. Uh, because I think that you can cover up for a Derrick Henry loss yeah. if you create this running back by committee yeah. scenario, which we saw in this game, where you because he is two running backs. <laughs> yeah, he's as they ran as... him like two running backs exactly, and they kind of they did that, and they did that quite effectively mm-hmm. um, until he's hurt. So I think I think they're going to be fine. I mean, they're, they are going to be fine. They're clearly going to win their division. Yeah. Um, this was one of the games that they that you would not have expected them to win, nope. and they won it. Even if they lose the rest of their games, they're going to win their division, <laughs> uh, and they're going to get Derrick Henry back for the playoffs, presumably. So, pff, it might watch be out. Super Bowl. Watch out! It might be the Super Bowl team, man. Okay, finally, Monday Night Football. You picked the Steelers. <laughs> I got that right. But you know it was still a womp womp of a, you know what this this game the story from this game I watched it I actually woke up this morning I didn't watch it what was I woke the score up, I don't a, even know the score the score was twenty nine to twenty seven I woke up uh, couldn't sleep anymore I was like you know what there's a Monday night football game on so I watched it it was uh, I, I caught it in the middle of the second quarter mm-hmm. and it looked like it was going to be the low scoring bullshit game that everybody expected mm-hmm. and then. All of a sudden, everybody woke up and Chicago started trying to fucking play. And uh, their defense scored us a weird, like, freak touchdown mm-hmm. on a fumble on a kickoff return or a punt return. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, it looked like the dude's arm was down. And then we had bet the under. So I was like, no. And that's what busted <laughs> our shit, too. <laughs> and so he, he runs that in. And then they uh, they come down. And then the Bears are, like, making it closer because they were, like, they were, the Steelers were way ahead. For a bit, and then the Bears just start clawing their way back. Justin Fields is making shit happen. He still looked like a rookie quarterback, but uh, uh, and then Backpack Ben came out there and uh, <laughs> and pulled it out. Uh, it's, it's almost like he was in the back of a bar with an unsuspected uh, young girl. Uh, he just pulled it out at the end. <laughs> just fucking pulled it out. And they went on a field goal, and then, and then uh, showed it the to kicker, everyone. And yeah, <laughs> he did the helicopter. And their uh, their kicker, who had missed the extra point earlier in the game, yeah. And then the Bears came down, take the lead in the fourth quarter, and uh, and and because of that, they're up twenty seven to twenty six because of that missed extra point. And then Boswell comes down and uh, kicks the game winner at the end. Mm. Uh, but he had made two over 50 already in the game. So What the hell? Can you explain to me what the fuck happened with this taunting thing that everybody yes, was talking Yes, this about? was the story of the I game. This like is why I, I put saw- the womp womp at the beginning because that extended uh, – That it was almost like they were tr- really trying to give this game to, to Pittsburgh. It's not why they won, but it was like because the game got crazy after that. But wasn't that, that on the drive that, that- – 
It extended the drive for the Steelers to get the to get go a long ahead field, goal. field goal. No, no, not the final drive. No. Oh, okay, it was okay, just an okay. earlier goal, uh, field goal. Uh, but uh, the guy uh, after the punt, like he's kind of uh, the or or to go to uh, fourth down, mm-hmm. the Bears player who just got signed off the practice squad mm. uh, and elevated from the practice squad, I should say. So this dude Marsh is his last name. He comes out and he's just like. They they get the stop and then he's walking off the field and he's like looking as the punter is coming on the field mm. and uh and then this is what everybody thought everybody thought they called it because he's looking at the sidelines at the bear sidelines right and he's walking backwards a little bit but he's looking over there and then you don't you you can't hear what he says or anything like that and then when they show the ref throw the flag he throws the flag directly after initiating contact with the player yeah i saw that leans into the like the bumping the guy leaned into the yeah he bumps into because marsh is running past into him yeah and the ref is like and then he throws the flag and it felt like very you know dramatically what? too didn't yeah it? It and i like, could yeah he's like oh my god you know he throws the flag like that and it triggered me a little bit with like interactions with police mm-hmm you know what i'm saying like when cops just try to start some shit so that right. they can get their shit off that's what it felt like to me. I was like, yo. When they say, is- like, can I, can I see your license? And then you reach, whoa, 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 yeah, hold exactly. on a second. It was that type of thing. It was just like, yo, yo why are you Show me your hands. Why I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to show you my license without my you fucking hands? Hands or license? Which one? Pick one. <laughs> Can't have both. So it felt like that somebody just taking advantage of their authority, and it feels like these things go unchecked so much. There were other stuff. There was like, Justin Fields was getting beat up after plays, and uh, there were no... Uh, personal files called on him, but they were calling this game pretty one-sided, and it was like a trending on Twitter for a bit. The fact that uh they were getting all of the calls, the Steelers, hmm. and uh, wow, and, and the end it turned out. I that saw they, they got twelve penalties for one hundred and fifteen yards, and the Bears. The they, Bears. The, some of those were like neutral zone infractions. It was just so stupid shit. Oh, okay. And uh, and then Roethlisberger being savvy, trying to catch him twelve men on the field, shit like that. Mm. Uh, but the, and that was another example of the refs being inept because they stopped it and everything, and then they were like, "Oh no, it was the eleventh man." So the Bears were gonna run a a guy off the field, and they would have had ten on the field. It, it was which is stupid, mm. and it made it look like Nagy doesn't have discipline on his team a bit because it was a lot of like stupid penalties. But some of them is like they should have. Justin Fields was getting beat up after throwing the ball and stuff, and they weren't they weren't getting any calls. He had a slide that was questionable, and when he got hit, when he was sliding, little shit like that. Even though I didn't agree that he should have, but it was just like I think on. he. I saw somewhere this. I think it was this morning. I read this that he's the most sacked quarterback in the NFL this year. Yeah, but coming into the season, everybody said the Bears' offensive line was a problem, hmm. and uh, Dalton should be taking those hits. <laughs> <laughs> So the red that. rifle can handle it. But uh, he did make a beaut like the Steelers uh top end of the de- the back end of their defense looked questionable. Like I heard he was throwing it up. He was just lobbing it up and they, these guys were just getting beat deep. And uh, mm-hmm. it was keeping the Bears in the game. It's like all he needed was time to lob it up. If he got time, he threw it up and it's like they caught it every time. <clears throat> uh but Phil Z didn't look so bad. I think this kid's for real. If you I think if you fix the problems around him, yeah, this kid's gonna. Yeah, he's light not up, gonna lose you the game. He's gonna light up the league if you if you get it if you get the if you get everything right around him. Yeah. He's gonna be good. That's what makes me like not want. Like, that's what makes me for the Bears kind of want Nagy to stick around. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, or maybe rip the bandaid off and put a new coach in there and see what happens. Bring Eric Bieniemy up there and 
mm. and see if uh, he could put a good offense around Fields and maybe they can get some, I don't know, pieces or whatever. It's been a while. It feels like it's been a while since the Bears have been relevant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It has. Well, 18, they won 13 games, I think. Ah, uh, that's true. But that was like their, what, Cutler's last stand type of thing, right? <laughs> I think it was like Jay Cutler's last stand. Jay Cutler. I believe that was that year. Or was it Trubisky? No, it was Trubisky. Oh, was it? When they were winning off defense. I feel like Jake Cutler and Colt McCoy belong in the same cowboy movie. <laughs> what do you think? Cutler versus McCoy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then the Red Rifle just is in there randomly. He's the sheriff, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> He's the sheriff of this fictional cowboy town. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, week nine. Yeah, that was week football. nine. It's a, a, a long episode, but you know, it was a, who a, do we, uh, a fun week of football. Who you got for uh, MVP? Man, I'm gonna say uh, you mentioned him. Uh, James Conner was out here balling, man, yep. and it seemed like every time he touched the ball, he was getting big chunks, chunk plays. So I got to say, James Conner, you the real MVP. He was good. Uh, I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. Not, <laughs> not that one. Not the I was Bills like, one. What? <laughs> I'm talking about the Jags, Josh uh, Allen. The I was going to say, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh-huh. But you're talking about the right one. <laughs> he got the sack. He got the pick. He got the fumble recovery. He got ag- the name. Against the other Josh Allen. Uh, simultaneously putting respect on his name while dumping a giant pile of shit on the other Josh Allen's name. I got to go. Yeah, I got to go with Josh Allen. He's the, you he's the real man. MVP. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then our favorite part. Well, I shouldn't say favorite. But it's nice to find out. We're like dumping on people? Who you got for trash? <laughs> Who you got for trash of the week? Uh, I'm going to say that official from that uh, the game last night. Oh. That was some bullshit. He leans into the guy, yeah. throws the flag, extends the, the drive for the uh, Steelers, who were already getting all of the calls. So Mr. Official, who probably never be named. They never get held accountable. The oh, no, system, they named him. Oh, good. They named the him. The system they have, man, it should be but, fines. But but you're right in the sense that they, they are not held accountable. They, they have a completely different process by which the media – so from, from the media pool, only one journalist is allowed to come in and interview the refs after a game. So they oh, never really? have to answer – they never have to face the press like, like you know – in the same way that the players do. Uh, and That's usually bullshit. the only statement that is released is something that like the lead will, the league will release the a gener- statement generic on The generic thing. Yeah, exactly. It'd be great. I would watch a referee press conference. Can you imagine? <laughs> Woo! This is why they don't do them. Oh uh, man. Well, for that you guy. You are trash! But I think uh, they, they did have a press conference with this guy and he was saying. Each, each individual, each individual <laughs> coach, each individual player, each everybody in, in the building. Gets a penalty. <laughs> Each everyone in the building gets a penalty. I forgot to mention that I he- I heard uh that after the Eagles game uh where they lost to the to the Chargers mm. there were fans who brought to the game it were throwing flowers, flowers at Sirianni <laughs> after the game. Eagles man, Philly fans. They're like, "Oh, we, yeah, normally we throw batteries, but now we're throwing yeah, flowers. flowers." It's not as painful. <laughs> uh for trash of the week. I'm going to go with uh, Sean McDermott. You are trash! Head coach of the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Bills, who yeah. got outworked and outschemed by Urban Meyer. Bro, you have what is supposed to be mm-hmm. the potential league MVP under, under center. 
Yeah. On a team that is considered to be destined to go to the Super Bowl, and you lose to Urban, grind on my crotch, Meyer. Fuck that guy. In a field goal fest. <laughs> While watching your team commit 12 penalties for 118 y- lost yards. I, I, it doesn't get more trash than that. What a shit performance. You are trash! Yeah, I got I got a, I got a, a yeah, McDermott. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then in keeping with that theme, shit got learned. Yep. Uh, I think Buffalo. But they are who we thought no, they were. No, they're not. Uh, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're who I thought they were, goddammit. No, they're not who anybody thought they were. Uh the Buffalo Bills, they are uh they're they're not the best team like everybody was thinking. They're you said they're destined. That's what people were thinking about them. Mm. And I have to disagree, man. It's like that's what we learned is that they could get got. Mm, maybe you're right. They're not the best team in the AFC. Mm. They might not be, you know, they they limped out of that Dolphins game. True. They lost to uh if we look at their, they lost to the uh, Jaguars. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Titans, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they beat the Chiefs pretty convincingly, though. Mm. But, but you the know. Chiefs suck this year. Yeah, and the Chiefs do suck. But when they're playing shitty teams, they normally beat the shit out of them. Like they beat, they beat Washington by twenty plus. They beat uh, the the Texans by forty. They beat the Dolphins, blanked them. They won by 35. Have they beat anybody with a win- winning record yet this year? Like Ooh. anyone who currently has a winning record? Uh, the Chiefs. That's their one. Do the huh? Chiefs have a winning record? Aren't the Chiefs four and three or something like that? Five and oh, three? Oh, maybe. Just barely. Sure. Okay. But that, to me, doesn't really count. Because yeah, because the Chiefs are a bad team. Yeah, man. Buffalo's beating shit cans, and they lost to good teams. They, lose, they lost to the Titans, and they lost to a bad team. Hmm. Buffalo might be uh, fake news, man. Interesting. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Hmm. Uh, for me, my shit got learned is sort of more of a general reaction to week nine, which is that you cannot trust anyone at this point in the season. Okay. Never say never, but never. Yeah. Six of the seven teams in the early, win to, uh, early window that entered into the day in a playoff spot lost. Oh, wow. Uh, this was the week that everything got turned upside down. The witching week. It was. <laughs> the witching hour. When wins become losses and losses become wins. <laughs> That's our favorite part of the show. Yeah. I love that. The witching hour. It's so dramatic. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have entered the witching hour. <laughs> it's so funny how intense he gets. It's hilarious. Uh, he's holding shit in. Oh. <laughs> That's right. He's got to go to the bathroom. He's like, fuck, I got to piss. <laughs> the wood, the pissing out. <laughs> I still think he has a bucket behind that motherfucking podium. He's wearing a Depends. <laughs> Brought to you by Depends. <laughs> All right. Who you got for scariest team in the NFC? Or, scariest team in which one? Or I don't know, whatever. NFC or AFC? Uh, AFC, I got the Titans. They're the scariest team in the AFC. Yep. You, got, you agree? I do. I do. And like I said, you know, I think I said it before, we doubt them week after week, but over the last four weeks, they beat the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, and now they sit at the top of the AFC standings. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the last two games. Because the Bengals lost. And the, <laughs> yeah. And the last two games, they did it without Dar- I mean, they did it. He wasn't in this game at all, but I would argue that he wasn't in the last game at all either. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, the defense. They're not a one-trick pony like people pretended. Exactly. The defense uh, continues to show up when it matters the most, mm. right? I yeah. mean, they're not great, but when you need them to yeah. make a play Which is in a what, big spot. That's what it is. They it's make what the NFL it. is. Uh, they only have one you play to win. Exactly, the game. they only have one really fluky loss to the Jets. Uh, if they win yeah. that game, they're an eight and one team. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It doesn't work that way. They didn't win that game, right. but I'm just saying. If yeah, it, you know. Well, speaking of eight and one teams, the uh, Cardinals are the scariest team in the West. I mean, in the NFC. You and I are in total agreement this week on this. Yeah, yeah they're the scariest team, uh, and it's it's a shock to me because I just thought. Especially losing Kyler Murray, I thought he was hiding a bunch of deficits on the team and and uh, and Hopkins as well. Uh, but they still won, man. I could be wrong about Cliff Kingsbury. I actually think Kingsbury put together a game plan um, that was quite brilliant. Yeah, uh, you're missing that many star players, and you put out that kind of performance. Yeah. And that might be one of the most impressive wins I've seen all year. Yeah. And to do it against a genius like Kyle Shanahan, wow! <laughs> I mean, this yeah. team is eight and one. They're stacking wins any way you want them. And now this Packers drama that I think puts you know that team kind of in a weird spot. You know, like yeah. last week we were kind of talking well, about did them. Beat them. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like I, I, I think there's some some weird. Yeah, ju- juju and we'll shit see. going I on think, there. You know, that's the thing about Aaron Rodgers, man. They are, say what you want, then all of a sudden they just come back and then. Uh, well, here's the weird thing: you're going to have Aaron Rodgers coming back on a week of no practice, and he's going to go up against the Seahawks, who are going to be getting Danger Russ back. Oh yeah, he came back early, yeah. right? So he's back. We'll see. I don't know. I agree. I think the Cardinals are are the real deal. I think they're yeah, they're good, man. I agree. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for checking us out. Uh, this episode of SfinFL. Uh, it's been. Uh, oh yeah, those of you that are uh, interested in supporting us in, in a different way, then uh, follow us on or subscribe to us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/SfinFL to uh, give uh, some money to us, <laughs> donate uh, whatever, however much you want. Yeah, and I noticed dollar. we got some. Um, we have some new, like some people that are kind of new to the group, yeah. which I assume are kind of maybe new to the podcast. Uh, we discovered one over the weekend. Maybe we could uh, read that person's origin story. Yeah, in the next in episode. In the next episode? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so for those of you out there who are like new listeners, maybe you missed out on this. You know, when we first started the podcast, we encouraged uh, listeners to send us their origin stories. You yeah, know? how like, you became a fan of your team. Yeah, exactly. Who Who's your squad? What got you into it? Like, what's your, what's your story about your connection to football? It's really cool. We... we we dig it. And if you're a Patriots fan? We do not care. It's so, true. Uh, <laughs> as, as the guy said when I went to the game in London uh, to his girlfriend who was commenting on how much she liked the Patriots jerseys, she said, he said to her, he's like, no, y- you can't root for the Patriots. They're a bunch of fucking wankers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, thanks uh, a lot. This has been Jonathan Rollins. Give me, Sarah. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.